I thought it would take maybe about a year with one book. It ended up four years and three months with five books because it is such an immense problem on this earth.、Uh, I ended up、uh, taking on the Catholic Church and, and all the secret societies in book one, in book two, and book three. I had devoted two out of five books on the United Kingdom, a little island nation of 66 million people. But two fifths of my material was all about their scandal. So the first, second book, first on them, I, I said. UK is the world epicenter for pedophilia, and it certainly is.、Um. With the global economy being in shambles and central bankers moving towards a reset, it's never been a better time to protect your wealth by owning precious metals. Contact Andy at MilesFranklin.com. Tell him Sarah sent you. He promised me he will guarantee you the lowest price anywhere in the country. Remember, email Andy at milesfranklin.com and tell him Sarah sent you. It's never been a better time to protect your future than now. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have Joaquin Hagopian coming back to the program. We're going to talk about what's really behind this ridiculous behavior that we're seeing because you you see people lie. You see people be willing to let a lot of people die. You see them be hypocrites. So why can people who supposedly claim they care turn around and do exactly opposite of what they're saying? And how can people live with themselves doing this? And what people don't realize is that behind all this trade that's going on, you, we have a show trial going on right now on television over January sixth. So many bigger problems, and they're airing this January sixth show trial, and it's it's so absurd, and it it makes a lot of people mad because they know it's a show trial, they know there's more important issues, they know it's only a one sided thing. You don't you just don't publish one side and then let and then just nail them. You always have it be a two sided deal. Well, behind all of this is blackmail, and they blackmail you the best way they can. So they're going to blackmail you with money first. If you just take money, you're just an easy, greedy person. They just give you money. They blackmail you with just keeping your job. Those are easy, right? And if so, if you're a minimalist and that's all you care about, and you're that shallow, that's all they do. But if they believe they need to blackmail you with more, they set you up with pedophilia. They they do all sorts of things, and pedophilia is the number one way they blackmail. People in power or people in influential positions, so they can control what it is that you do. Their whole thing is about controlling, and you see it. We've seen the whole patterns. They want to control everything. They want to control everything we do. Well, they also want to control everything that goes on in decisions that are made in government. And to do that, they control the people's behavior, and so they look for different triggers. And pedophilia is the number one trigger for most people because if you are Brought out into the public light that you're a pedophile, that completely will destroy your reputation, and you're done. And they know that everybody knows that, so that's why they set people up as pedophiles. A lot of these people enjoy it. You know, there's people who are le- legitimately pedophiles, but for a lot of others, it's really just a blackmail technique. 
And you can see it. I mean, just think of it objectively. They feel that there's all this stuff on the line. They're, they're not ethical people themselves. And they want to maintain power and control. So they use whatever they can, you know, and then they rationalize it in their head that there's our whole country's on the line, you know, the whole dollar system and all these things and the whole world's on the line if we don't control these people. It's all BS, of course, because when your control structure is based on so much evil, that filters down to all of society and all of society is messed up. And that's what we're seeing right now. All this corruption is just really decaying society. It's really hurting the world. When you have a base of ethical behavior, everything flourishes. And when you're seeing things wilt and die, it's because this corruption is smothering and killing everything. And it's so important that we get it out. Technology that they're using is not bad. It can do amazing things for humanity. But to have bad people in charge of this who use it for control and manipulation, they weaponize everything. The military is weaponizing literally everything against us for the purposes of control. This is what this show is about. We're going to dive into the what's behind all these things. He's written five books on this subject. People who follow my show know that I'm pretty aware of this subject as well. I've published... Um, different reports, and I've done some pretty hard-breaking interviews with people like Jimmy Boots and, and others, and it was horrifying for me as I started to learn about this topic. It's a hard topic to learn about. We don't. Nobody likes to talk about the details because that's really horrifying, but you have to listen to the details at least once so you understand where these victims are coming from. And then when you hear just the higher level stuff, you understand what's going on. The sad part is uh, Joaquin was a journalist writing for many different publications, and most publications won't publish his work anymore because he talks about pedophilia. And these lame-ass publications want to stay away from pedophilia, and all they're doing is helping that really dark trade flourish. We know it's flourishing because the amount of money coming in is just amazing. I truly believe the border is a human trafficking operation and it's in disguise because they use good works as a disguise for doing what they're really doing. So they talk about how these people need a better life and, and they do. And there's some really good humane things that we can do, but they're using it as a means of doing human trafficking. When you have 80 some percent or 70 high 70 percent people being raped girls and children being serial raped as they go through the process you know that they're not sincere about their actions and that this is really something else so those are indications they're lying they're hypocrites because there's a better method to do it if the people you're trying to help are being that abused in the process then you're full of crap you're not there to help them so it's so obvious and we have to start looking at it from a common sense. They're throwing so much at us right now that it's causing a lot of people to be so fearful that they're losing their common sense. So it's really important that you ground yourself and look and focus on the things that are the most important and that you ground yourself in common sense. And so before I get into this interview with Joaquin, I want to talk about a couple of things that are really important right now. Gas prices are increasing like crazy, and we have a solution that can save most people about 20% or more 
on their gas. I published an interview that I did from 2018 on Ron Hatton. He was taken out. We believe he was taken out. Maybe he died naturally. But you got to look at, watch the show. He has an invention that helps people save considerable money, amount of money on gas. I really highly recommend that everybody looks into this. If you have a new car, you won't save as much as an old car because it has to do with friction in your oil. It's a basic thing. He has a couple things that he's created. But the solution that we are promoting is more of a simple solution for your oil and your lubrication that everybody can use easily versus having to replace a, a whole part in your car. And so this works really great for old cars because it reduces the friction. And that has to do with a lot of why your car ages. New cars, this keeps your car new. And so you have less breakdowns, you have less problems, plus you save money on gas. The older cars save money on gas, pretty considerable amount of money, but they also, a lot of times you, it saves you from having to get so many repairs. So everybody saves money. It's a, it's a, almost a guaranteed return on investment and the point where within a few months, most people are profitable and making money off of this. Well, you're not making money. You're saving a lot of money on gas. So I highly recommend it, especially right now with gas prices going through the flipping roof. The last thing is I really want to remind you while you still have time, no idea how much time you have, but to get the silver in your stash somehow. Make sure you have some silver. You will be happy. If this whole thing doesn't go down and the whole economy doesn't melt, then you still have silver that you can turn in for the same value. It's not going to go down. If you have more money, obviously get gold, but most people can afford some silver. And so that's why I really push it. Talk to Miles Franklin. They guarantee the best prices and the best service in the industry. And you can get information on that at info at milesfranklin.com. Tell them I sent you and they guarantee the lowest prices, which is what we really, really need right now. I just want to give you things that are going to really help people. That's why I love what I do because I can vet things. I'm not working for some big corporation and I have to sell a bunch of crap I don't believe in. I can handpick things that I believe that people need, that I need, that I use, that other people can use. And it's a win-win situation for everyone involved. That's what I love doing because I, I, I can, I can feel true in my mission of actually doing something good for humanity. Okay. Well, when you're at my website at sarahwestall.com, sign up for my newsletter, support all my affiliates because that's how I support this show and they're really good. And let's get into this really good. And you know, these are important shows that I do because it informs the public on what's really going on. And these are dark topics that people really need to shine light onto. Don't shy away from the darkness because it's so dark. We have to shine the light on it. Otherwise, it'll stay dark and these poor babies are going to keep suffering. So anyways, let's get into this interview with Joaquin Hagopian. Hi, Joaquin. Welcome back to the program. It's been a while. It has been a while, Sarah. It's good to be here. Well, you are, you have a lot of experience that I want to tap into you I know you were a West Point graduate you've done extensive military experience which maybe you can talk about a little bit and then you also wrote a whole slew of books on the pedophilia scourge that is occurring in our planet and then how that ties to everything that's going on today 
So I'm so glad that you're back here to talk about that stuff. Can you talk, tell us a little bit about your background? And I want people to understand, you know, where, where you're getting a lot of these insights from. Sure. Well, um, I was a Navy brat. My dad was on submarines during World War II and the Korean War. And, uh, and he indoctrinated me from a very early age to follow in his footsteps and be a patriot and serve my country. So in the best sense of the word, my ideal was to go out and serve our wonderful democracy, quote, democracy, democratic republic, whatever, um, and, and put our best foot forward in the world. And uh, so I, I ended up at West Point um, and uh, managed to graduate and uh, was in the Army for a little while as a, a lieutenant. And... Uh, you know, in the course of my military time, I realized I am a warrior, but I am not a military warrior like my father. Uh, so I, it, it really did force me to do a lot of soul searching. And, and ultimately, I became a conscientious objector and, um, and ended up uh, out in Los Angeles. Uh, working with, not for, but with, as a licensed marriage family therapist, working with the largest um, American uh, county on uh, children's protective services, and that is Los Angeles County Department of Children and Family Services. You saw a lot. And uh, I saw a lot, yes, yes. Um, I saw my clients. I worked primarily with children and adolescents, and I repeatedly clashed with this broken, you know, mental health, child welfare system because they do not make life and death decisions for life for our children. They're not in the best interest. Um, so I, I constantly clashed as a, as a therapist working with kids. I, I worked with a lot of pedophilia victims out there in Los Angeles, uh, and it was a real wake-up experience for me, uh, just as my military uh, career was a wake-up experience for the power structure of this earth. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so I, but it, it did put me in good stead to uh, eventually, uh, after, I don't know, 27 years in mental health, I, uh, I looked after my father with, who was suffering from dementia for the last several years of his life. He made it to be 100 years old, one month, one week, and one day old before he actually did die. Uh, but I, I looked after him. And while I did that, I moved into the career as a journalist. I wrote my West Point story during that period and then ended up a, a journalist writing primarily for the uh, independent news site, uh, Global uh, Research. It's out of Canada. And uh, and then I did a whole bunch of others with Lou Rockwell and Sot.net. So I, I became like an independent journalist uh, for many years, uh, starting around uh, early 2014. And, uh, and I was approached in probably about uh, March or April of 2017, actually, by 
James Spector. Yep. He uh, was a friend of mine. Uh, we were uh, columnists for uh, uh, Veterans Today. And uh, so he approached me. I was doing articles on uh, the Epstein situation. I was doing articles on Pizzagate at the time. And he said, you know, with your background, you're perfectly suited to write the book on this topic of pedophilia. And, uh, and then that was followed. And so I, I said, you're right, I am. So I proceeded in April of uh, 2017. And, uh, and then two months later, the late Robert David Steele approached me with the exact same suggestion independently, um, saying, you know, you need to write the book. So it just gave me more motivation to, yeah, it's needed. We need a definitive and comprehensive A through Z source book. That way, the media can't lie and say, no, there's no pedophilia problem on this earth. What are you talking about? You know, they always deny, deny, yes. deny. But I use only public domain material that is already out there. It's out there for anybody that wants to do a little bit of research. So anyway, I, I proceeded. I, I thought it would take maybe about a year with one book. It ended up four years and three months with five books because it is such an immense problem on this earth. Uh, I ended up uh, taking on the Catholic Church and, and all the secret societies in book one. In book two and book three, I had devoted two out of five books on the United Kingdom, a little island nation of 66 million people, but two-fifths of my material was all about their scandals. So the first, second book, the first on them, I, I said, UK is the world epicenter for pedophilia, and it certainly is. Uh, along with Freemasonry and all the rest. And, uh, well, where do you think the main source is? I mean, the money is the Wall Street, you know, City of London, but where is the main source of that? I think, is it Scotland? Is it. Well, oh, you're talking about Freemasonry? Well, yeah, just that whole. Or pedophilia. Both. Where is. I mean. Go ahead. Well, it's all over. I mean, as far as Scotland, sure. Ireland, uh, England, Wales, they all have their scandals. That's why it took two books. <laughs> and yes, you, you touched on it. City of London, Rothschild, you know, dynasty, banking cartel that pretty much owns the world, uh, including child trafficking. Um, and, uh, and, and it's such a history there. Uh, I mean, they're in deep. I mean, we can go back. I mean, in fact, I, I wrote chapters how it was even an ancient practice to do blood sacrifice on children in many cultures on this earth. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I, and I even brought in ETs, the Anunnaki. I mean, I know that's a little woo-woo for a lot of people, but, you know, there's a lot of scientific evidence. Yeah, and it's Christian, too. I mean, it's in the Bible, the depending on how you look at what the Anunnaki is. Yeah, yeah. And let's face it, these guys were looked upon as gods. The Sumerians thought they were gods. And then it was borrowed or, you know, stolen, basically, by, by the uh, Levite priests, the Jewish priests. Uh, Israeli, uh, Israelite pr priests ended up, uh, 
you know, that actually wrote their Old Testament and, and a lot of the new. Uh, and basically, they're, they're talking about the elite, you know, the elite that ha- came down and colonized the earth and then kept it in. And we're also talking about Nephilim. You know, there were giants and, and yeah. all of this. And, and they, you know, all of that is very real. I mean, you know, a lot of people can't handle, you know, it's too out there for them. Well, I think most people now realize that we are not alone in this universe. And there are plenty of civilizations in many galaxies out there that have migrated on this earth, that have a presence on this earth, whether we know it or accept it or not. And uh, as a matter of fact, there's even a contingent that have been living for centuries under the surface of the earth. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, it's a wide open thing where it took a, a lot of research for me to, to write about that. And I wrote about the royal family of Britain. I wrote about the fam- the House of Orange, the royal family of, of the Netherlands. I mean, they're so steep, all the royal families. Yes. I mean, and we're talking about Middle Eastern, you know, the United Arab, Arab Emirates. I mean, they're all, uh, Israel, I mean, if it is, like I said, it is a global network, you know, all the basically the, the uh, intelligence services, they're the whores basically that run the network. They, they basically are, are the contacts. I mean, they work with the mafia of different countries. They work with the governments of all the countries. Um, and, and basically the, the state department is in deep with it. Um, the military department of defense, I mean, they do all kinds of trafficking, uh, and it's all dark forces, you know, black budget money, trillions of dollars. I mean, when you talk about the, uh, trafficking of drugs, the trafficking of children and usually women also, young women, um, trafficking of arms, and the trafficking of human organs. Uh, you know, the cabal that, that is behind all of the wars, and they're behind this whole operation of black budget money into the trillions that they launder. And Ukraine, that's a good jumping off point for the Ukraine, uh, what did Putin find in his military incursion? He found, oh, something like three dozen uh, bio labs, and they use bio labs, and, and they also have a whole underground tunnel system, like all over the world they have this. Uh, they have deep underground military bases, and they do all kinds of experimentation, and, they, and then we have puppets like Joe Biden, and his son Hunter, who are very steep in the money laundering yep. and the organized crime in Ukraine. Uh, basically, it's a playground for the deep state, for, for the, all the worst, most perverse elements of the deep state. It's a playground for them and has been now for a long time, even before the illegal coup that, you know, Obama and Hillary and, and, and yeah, uh, in 2014, even before that, um, 
and I, I ended up, you know, before the uh, the incursion, I, I was writing a, a chapter on, on Eastern Europe, which is a real center. I, I said it's the stepsister of the Western Europe, uh, and and it's steeped very deep in uh, pedophilia. That's where most of the white women are abducted from, right? Is that area? It's a huge, you know, Moldova. Romania yes. and Ukraine. Those are the three biggest uh, from that Eastern European region. Um, so, yeah, I wrote a whole bunch of pages on Ukraine, even long before the, the um, incursion. Um, so, yeah, and, and they found all this horror there. Uh, I want Russian government to basically submit it before the world. They have tons of evidence now. Isn't that why they don't want Ukraine to give up? I mean, they don't care if they're going to, every last soldier dies. They don't want them to give up. Yes. Basically, the way I look at it, the controllers of this earth, which are the bloodlines that we've been talking about, the controllers of this earth feel very threatened that they're going to be hunted down and hung on the nearest lamppost, like George H.W. Bush, said to Sarah McClendon, the White House uh, journalist for many, many years, you know, he was good friends with her. She's from Texas and he was from Texas. And, and he said, you know, Sarah, if they ever found out what we're really up to, they would hang us on the nearest lamppost. And that's exactly right. And now the people like the Rothschilds and, and Fauci and Gates and all of these criminals they know they, they can't even be seen in public because they will be killed or harassed or, or whatever. Uh, but what we need to do, you know, we have Reiner Fulmer doing, you know, his best to put the evidence out there for uh, for Nuremberg 2.0, you know, with what they've done. You know, um, all the evidence is there. It is all there. That's the whole point. It's all there. But that's why people are thinking common law is going to work because the, the courts are too controlled. Well, yeah, they're too corrupt. You know, just about all of them are, are corrupt. Yes, that is the problem. And uh, plus, we have a lot of people who don't understand yet. Yeah. We still yeah. have a, a huge percentage yeah. of the population that it, it, might have woke up to some things, but not, yeah. Yeah, it's really sad. I mean, people are even going for their booster shots that assures them they will die within a very short period. I know, uh, it's there's very a certain sad. percentage of the population that no matter how much evidence is presented to the entire world, they will not get. I would, I would guess that that's probably 30, 40% of all the people. It, you know, they've been dumbing down. Possibly, possibly. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking in terms of if we get the word out there, eventually, maybe, maybe 50% can become aware of some of these crimes against humanity that the elite have been committing against us forever. Yes. You know? Well, let's uh, ask you, what do you, you think, know, since you, you've been um, studying a lot of this stuff, do you think that, because I have a hard time thinking that Everything that they're perpetrating on us is coming from a, hu hum a human because humanity doesn't do this to ourselves. I mean, the sickest of us 
serial killer types might, but even them would have some issue with it. I mean, you're a psychologist. So this is beyond what I think what a normal human being is. And, and people who are that sociopathic or that sick wouldn't, I wouldn't think you'd get that many to be able to operate properly in a production type environment. So who's really running this? Cause it just seems like they're controlled. I know the blackmail and the pedophilia thing was to create a a control system, but the MK ultra, how they broke people's personalities and broke them. I mean, it would have to be a combination of that and something else. Cause it's just not, I don't think human beings could do this in a production type business type way. It's it's most unfortunate that, unfortunately, I I believe that Luciferians have been in control of the earth for eons of time, millennia, actually. I believe that the Anunnaki were basically uh, so primitive spiritually. uh, I mean, rape was was just uh, so commonplace, uh, uh, and they got into trouble when they would actually be raping the human women. Uh, uh, And... So it's, it's in their genes. I mean, they've done studies. Uh, they have different blood. RH negative shows up in uh, the elite, the, no, uh, the black nobility families of Europe. Many of them, a high percentage of them, have RH negative type blood. Uh, and I believe that... What is RH negative? Is that O negative? Uh, it can be, yes. It, 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 it can be several types within the different, uh, you know, A, B, and A, and O, but it's RH negative, which differentiates them. They're also psychopaths. I mean, I, I believe that they're just on a, they, I've, I've encountered a lot of material that, that seems fairly legit that actually says they are soulless. They do not have souls. Uh, which fits right in with Luciferianism and, and all of this. Uh, they, you know, and the, the Illuminati, and they go through these rituals, you know, where they actually do the MK Ultra kind of technique with the sex abuse, and then they force the child to witness all kinds of horrific yes, things yep. and, and then participate. In it. Uh, I mean, it's really just nasty stuff. And yeah. The average human being that's halfway decent, they can't wrap their head around this stuff because it is just so foreign and wicked, you know? Uh, we, we just can't hardly fathom the evil involved, but they have nothing but contempt. And, and of course, there's probably a few exceptions. When I talk about these bloodline families, you know, the Rothschild, all that. There, there may be some individuals with the name Rothschild that are actually good people. You know, I'm not willing to, just like you can't judge yes. every group like that. You know, it's just wrong. However, <laughs> there's a very high percentage based on their uh, genetics, based on their, their social and environmental developmental uh, uh, history. Uh, they are psychopaths that have no concept of empathy, compassion, understanding, or love. They, it's all foreign to them. And then, and then when they actually 
they're very good actors. They're very intelligent, too, obviously. And so were the Anunnaki. They had all that advanced technology, but they were dwarfs when it comes to spirituality. And the same applies to the bloodline, you know, owners of this planet, even today. They, they don't have uh, the capacity to uh, love, and they have nothing but contempt for the human beings who are capable of love. Most of us, anyway, yearn for it. And, and you know, if you're raised in a, in a nurturing way, it's an automatic natural response to be human to also have that capacity for love. Uh, but they lack it. And, and, and they have nothing but contempt because they have no clue what it really is. But they have this drive and this need for power and will use and lie, 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 pathological liars. That's how they get where they are. And, and of course, you know, as the late, great George Carlin, I love that guy. He was so great with his humor. You know, he said, it's a big club and you ain't in it, you know, and, and that's it. Well, you it's don't want to be in it. Club. Yeah, it's like something you don't want to be in. Well, yeah, if you're, if you're a decent human, of course not. And that's why, you know, um, the vacuum is full of, of these power-hungry nutcases, and it is. It's a mental disorder, psychopathy and, and sociopathy, mental disorders, and and it's just all about power and using people of uh, the deceitfully to become more powerful. It's a, a lust and a drive and a hunger that is insatiable. And, um, and they will do anything. In fact, inflicting human suffering on billions of people, if there's a thing where they actually can take pleasure, that's it. They actually derive pleasure from human suffering. So it's really no wonder that they're moving. First of all, they know that a higher percentage every day of our population is now on to them and their crimes, their horrific crimes on this earth. And we want justice. So they know that we are coming after them. The pandemic, COVID-19, didn't quite work out for them, even though it killed, it's killed millions of people already and will kill millions more before it's all said and done. But what do they have? You know, as Fauci and Gates have been telling us all along, oh, well, there's a bunch more that we're going to be. They got weapons of mass destruction in their arsenal that are infinite. And here comes the monkey pox, you know. Yeah, I mean, it just keeps coming and coming and coming. How do you distinguish who they are? Because, you know, is it, I know when I've had a series of interviews with James Rothstein, you know, Jimmy Boots, he says 90%, or if not more, it's really sad, of the people in Congress are blackmailed. Okay, just because you're blackmailed doesn't mean that you're, you're one of them, but it does mean that they control you somehow. How do we tell who is, who is actually one of them? Because, you know, until we have that ability... I think, you know, because we have the ability, the technology to be able to scan yeah. brains. I mean, we, we can scan to see if their brain profile is, is the way it is, but we need that kind of tool in the hands of enough people. But well, until we have that, those kinds of tools, how do we know? We do it through legal action 
called uh, Truth and Reconciliation Commissions, where the lower hanging fruit informs about the higher hanging, you know, puppet masters behind it. And as Bill Binney said, the whistleblower for the NSA, we have it all. The forensic evidence is there. So you combine these two modes in a criminal court or tri military tribunal, probably, uh, and, and and you exactly will know who they are. I mean, yeah, I but how does an average you, person uh, know? You know? Yeah, but how does it? I mean, all we can get to them through, you know, doing a lot of real. Out there. There's evidence. I mean, the Bush, Clinton, Obama, uh, Biden crime family. I mean. You know, there's so much evidence. Yeah, that's obvious. But what about the other, you know, the other ones, the ones who are more behind the scenes, yeah. the ones who are running for Congress? How do we know that anybody running for Congress is legit? They're so good at lying. So how do we know? Well, like I say, I think we need to get the evidence on, on everybody. You know, anybody that runs should... Uh, be subject to a, a, an investigation uh, into their background uh, with uh, with honest law enforcement, you know, um, which is hard put. You know, there's a lot of sheriffs out there in, in the United States that are actually decent people yeah. that that honor the Constitution, um, and there are, you know, I guess the policemen on the beat. There's a lot of good cops too. Uh, the problem is, is that, you know, that club, that psychopath club, uh, and all the people who are, who are the gatekeepers that, that run the show, law enforcement, the judiciary, the government, you know, the, even talking about the child welfare system, yep. they're, they're all tainted. They're all, you know, so, so this is, yeah, we, we have to, we have to approach it on a legal basis where they have their rights, but we have the evidence and, and we can get more evidence. Um, and and I, I think it's fairly easy to run a check on uh, individuals that are running for Congress and and, uh, and, and do a quick uh, thing into their background. And I, I think that we would uncover quite a bit right there as well. Uh, as far as the emerging... Yeah, I mean, just what's out based on what journalists... I mean, there's a lot of independent journalists, you know, like you or me or Corey Lynn, Corey Diggs, she's awesome, who have uncovered so much good information that... And, and then they're never... I, I, I can't be more frustrated with law enforcement who we have all this information of incredible crimes and you do nothing with it. So it's like, well... That's why I think we're at a point where we have to start forming our own communities and things just because it's so bad. I mean, if they aren't going to do the basic things that humanity yeah. needs, we need to figure some things out here. But what? how does this all relate to what's going on now? Because I want to talk about the absolute chaos that's going on. And these are the people behind it. But what are their ultimate goals in your mind from what you've seen? I know they are Luciferians. And they truly believe what they're doing. Um, I mean, they want to kill most of us, right? I mean, that's their goal. Yeah. Yeah, Georgia Guidestones, a half 
billion and we got 7.9 somewhere like that uh so they want like 14 out of 15 of us living and breathing at this moment dead uh and then you know you have uh these uh military industrial complex websites so like a trade site like deagle.com d-e-a-g-e-l.com uh uh Fellow West Point graduates from the class of 1960 did a. Is it really him? Military. Is it really him though? Because his name is spelled different than that. Edwin Deagle. Edwin A. Deagle. It's the same. It's his name is actually spelled different. Yeah, it is. When you look at it, his is spelled with an. Uh, I looked at it and checked it out. Um, It doesn't mean that it's not a military industrial, and it doesn't necessarily mean it's not his. I'm just saying that his name is spelled different than the way Deagle is. I'm pretty sure it's the same guy, but but uh, but I'll have to check that out because I I I thought I did check it out, but but uh, you know I'll I'll look further into that. Uh, But anyway, he yeah, uh, you can because it's spelled differently. Go ahead. Okay, I've seen it spelled differently in different places, but but Edwin A. Deagle. Uh, I believe it's D-E-A-G-E-L, but I, I know the, the website is that. Uh, but anyway, um, he uh, ended up working when he uh, finished his military career. Uh, he ended up working for the Rockefeller Foundation. We know what kind of criminal enterprise that is. Uh, thank you very much for the COVID pandemic, the fake virus, and then the killer job. Um, and the Rockefeller dynasty bloodline taking over the medical profession and right there with the Rothschilds with the banking cartel uh, and all the wars and all that. Yeah, they're a criminal outfit. Um, and, and then he works for uh, the government, another criminal outfit, uh, worked in intelligence, worked uh, in uh, the diplomatic corps, and ended up uh, with Hughes helicopter, and and then so he had access to all this inside information and uh, weaponry, and so he has a site. And yeah, the big point of issue to talk about with that site, not the weapons so much, is uh, even though they're making more money than they've ever made in their in the entire history now, with with all the weapons going to Ukraine. And now they've got all these orders now to, to you know, for it, it's a race war, uh, arms race war now around the world because everybody's using up all the Western countries are depleting all their arsenals. Uh, yeah. So anyway, but I, I, I want to finish the Deagle point. They have this, they had, I have to say it's past tense now because they, uh, it, it created so much attention that they didn't want um, with their population predictions of each country. They give the current population and then right next to it, the 2025 population. And the last time that they actually had it posted, the United States population in 2025 was down to 65 million, according to this website, uh, from 300 and 32. That's four out of five people in America by two and a half years from now, supposedly not in America, maybe they, you know, moved away to another country, or they're dead. 
That's the main conclusion from that. Um, and then, you know, there's this guy named Menner. He's quite the wizard when it comes to money and, and, and uh, uh, war predictions. And this guy, I think his name is Charles Menner, just came out the other day and said, uh, one third of, of humankind, like 2.5 billion people are going to be gone within the next year or so. Uh, and then you have these traders. Who was the Milner guy that said that? He's some kind of a, a con- I, I, I saw it on, on uh, Zero Head. He's some kind of highfalutin uh, economist and okay. analyst. Uh, that a lot of people are paying attention to. Uh, I didn't go further into his background, but I, I just said, hmm, that kind of fits with everything else that's uh, yes. lining up here. But, but then you have uh, uh, treasonous uh, generals, uh, like the Joint Chiefs of Staff, uh, who just uh, announced at graduation at West Point uh, this last weekend or something that, oh yeah, there's going to be big wars. Uh, yeah, Russia, China, America. Yeah, we're, we're going to war with them. I mean, in so many words, this is what he's telling them. These fresh graduates are going to be publicly killed soon. Um, and, and so, you know, everything is leading this direction. <laughs>